for Arizona Public Media, I'm Leslie Tolbert, Regents Professor Emerita in Neuroscience at the University of Arizona, and this is Arizona Science. Today we're speaking with Gregory Hodgins, Director of the University of Arizona's Accelerator Mass Spectrometry Lab, with appointments in physics and anthropology. Thanks for joining us, Greg. It's my pleasure. Glad to be here. So you came to the University of Arizona because we had this amazing accelerator mass spec lab. As I remember, the, the lab had already been used to study the age of the Shroud of Turin. Is that right? Certainly. That's one of the more famous uh, mm -hmm. artifacts that have been dated. And it's been in the news, I think, just recently because it, uh, stories come out about it around, around Easter time, coincidentally, every year. <laughs> So tell us about this project you're doing right now that has to do with Montezuma's castle. So it's a cliff dwelling that was constructed around a thousand years ago. And it's a you know wonderful 20 room structure and it overlooks the perennially flowing Beaver Creek. It contains lots and lots of timbers, but none of them have been datable by dendrochronology. Dendrochronology depends on um, trees that are growing in stressed environments. And so uh, it's, a, it's a dating method that exploits the fact that trees contain fat and thin rings, and that pattern of fat and thin rings reflects good and bad growing seasons. But for the trees that were growing around Montezuma's castle, they're right by this perennially flowing creek, so they're never water stressed. So that meant that the variation in ring widths is very small. And so you can't use this, you know, very important dating method there. Aha. Uh -huh. So instead, you can try your carbon-14 dating method. Yeah. And carbon-14, it's a particular method of carbon-14 dating uh, called wiggle matching. It takes advantage of the fact that environment levels of radiocarbon fluctuate ever so slightly from year to year. And interestingly, these fluctuations don't follow a pattern. A long-lived organism such as a tree actually records these fluctuations over its lifetime. And because each year's growth, each ring, is actually cellulose made from atmospheric carbon, each ring archives the radiocarbon level in the year in which it grew. So dendrochronology is a science that tracks the relative widths of tree rings. We're tracking the relative radiocarbon content of tree rings. Aha, uh -huh. so even a set of tree rings that are the same width might have very different carbon levels. And as you notice that level changing from ring to ring in a certain pattern, you can match it up with dates when those C14 exactly levels were. right. Radiocarbon measurements on the core of a single tree, we make those measurements across the lifetime of the tree and then search this master data set of radiocarbon measurements on tree rings. And we look for the period where the wiggles in our single tree matches this master curve. The method takes advantage of the fact that environmental levels of radiocarbon have fluctuated ever so slightly from year to year, decade to decade. So these fluctuations actually don't follow a fixed pattern. And on a kind of graph of radiocarbon level versus time, they're essentially random wiggles. Long-lived organisms such as trees actually record these fluctuations over their lifetimes. And because each year's growth, um, each ring is actually cellulose made up of atmospheric carbon, each ring actually archives the radiocarbon level of the year in which it grew. 
So you march your way through ring by ring by ring, assess what the carbon-14 decay level is, and somehow match the wiggling, the changes there to the known time frame of changes. And you can sort of line up the rings with a period of history. That is exactly right. So this wiggle matching method allows us to date wood in Montezuma's castle in the roof timbers of that really precisely. And it's a, it's a bit of a breakthrough to be able to assign the dates of wood in specific rooms in that down to just a plus or minus a couple of decades. Thanks very much, Greg. It's been my pleasure. Nice to talk to you, Leslie. We've been talking with Greg Hodgins about using radiocarbon dating methods to determine the ages of objects and organisms from ancient to recent times. You can hear this and all other Arizona Science Conversations at azpm.org slash Arizona Science. I'm Leslie Tolbert.